Hello everybody out there in comic book land. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. And if you're listening to this, that means you are here for a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast brought to you by Comic Book Click. But more importantly, if you're listening to this, that means you are the 50% that is still here. You have survived <gasps> the snap heard around the we world. Live. And guess what? There's more survivors because I'm here and I'm never alone. Sir, introduce yourself. I have survived the snap that heard around the universe. I am your Cloudus Maximus. Still your Cloudus Maximus. Cloudus Maximus here in studio. We're still uh, reaching out. Yogi's still here. GT Rebirth. I know Dan the Comic Man, but it's getting scarce. The snap has happened. Everybody's stressed, a, man. This, a, is a, this is heavy. A movie 10 years in the making that is breaking box office records, breaking hearts and breaking minds all over the world. I know if you're listening to this, you are here for answers. You are here for support. You are here for some Infinity War therapy. And that's exactly what we're here to do. Cloudus. I don't know, Infinity but I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you right off the bat. Um, You may have them, but I ain't got the answers. Got the <laughs> I, I, I don't have the answers, man. We're at least going to do some wild <laughs> you know, speculation. This was crazy. Yes. We're at least going to do some wild speculation. The <sighs> people deserve to just uh, hear us because... This movie, Avengers Infinity War, if you haven't figured out what we're talking about already, uh, it, it surpassed all of my expectations, and it seemingly is changing. I couldn't have been ready, man. It's changing I wasn't MCU ready. as we knew it, as we know it. Um, between the amount of people on screen, between the action sequences, the character interactions, and then that ending, the ending, and we're gonna talk about it all here in a super spoiler-filled uh, review. Um, you know, like, we already used the time stone. We tried to yes. do a recap scene by scene, and that didn't really work. We're here just to talk about feelings, emotions. We were on a oh field trip during this. Uh, some of you may know Cloudus Maximus is one of my longtime friends, and we've legit, I think, have seen every Marvel movie, yes. at least in the vicinity of one another, uh, whether it be rewatches, actual theater trips. Um, how did you feel about the theater experience of watching this movie? I was there with you, but I want to know. I want you to explain to the people um, how it, it felt. was. Oh my, my goodness! I just, I'm just glad we all, as an audience <laughs> in that same oh, room, yeah. we all had the same reactions. We were, oh my god, we were going through it, man, as a whole. Up it sort of reminded me of Comic Con, where you're like, you know, you may not know anybody here, but we're all here for the same reason. Yeah, and like, so it was crazy, man. Oh my goodness. Um, it was. Well, when it came to the theater, it was everything that I hoped it would be. Yeah. But the movie itself couldn't have been. I, I, I wasn't ready. I didn't know what I was about to watch. Yeah, you we know? were given uh, laughs, uh, reasons to cry, reasons to reasons to gasp. Um, I guess we should just we should talk a little bit about the Infinity Gauntlet itself and the stones, right? Because that's what the majority mm-hmm. of this movie was about. We'll get to the MVP uh, as far as villains are concerned in a minute, but you know. This gauntlet, this gauntlet is something that we saw in Age of Ultron, I want to say, for the first time. Yes. We did um, see a, we, a fake Infinity yeah, fake, Gauntlet. Fake in one in Thor's. Thor? Yeah. In, in uh, Odin's uh, trophy room. Trophy room. Yeah. Um, but the real Infinity Gauntlet we see for the first time in Age of Ultron. Now, I have a question to ask you. We end up finding out that um, Thanos traveled to Native Valir? Yes, the home of the dwarves, and that's where we meet uh, Etri, which is the uh, I might be pronouncing that wrong, but that is uh, the Peter Dinklage uh, dwarf that created, helped create Mjolnir, and then create Stormbreaker. But he says that Thanos has come, um, 
and threatened to kill, you know, everyone there uh, if he didn't make the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. I'm to believe that this happens before Age of Ultron, right? Right. Because at the post in the postcards, you get him. He's already got the in, thing. Yeah, he puts on the, the gloves. So, so I think that's very interesting. That's something that we we should uh, keep in mind. But the gauntlet uh, was created to wield the six Infinity Stones or gems. If you're a comic fan, uh, these things take control over various aspects of our world. Uh, we had the Power Stone, which was on Xandar last time we saw in Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy with the Nova Core. We have the Space Stone, which we know is with Loki. Uh, he's an, on the Asgardian refugee ship. The Reality Stone, we know, was with the Collector on Nowhere. We knew the Time Stone was in New York with Doctor Strange. And then the Mind Stone is wherever the heck Vision was. And we had no idea where the Soul Stone was. And we heard... Remember all the yeah. speculation about Wakanda, the Soul Stone? Wakanda, Wakanda, Wakanda. It's got to be in Wakanda. <laughs> Tony is the Soul Stone. I heard what? All, I, man, I heard everything. You heard that? Wow, I heard I didn't it all. hear that. Tony is the Soul Stone. What? <laughs> because he's the soul of the MCU. I've heard it all. Okay. I've heard it all, bro. Um, but... Uh, we, we knew that Thanos was going to be coming for all these stones, and I thought they did a terrific job of like, placing, uh, making it literally just a trip uh, to and from grabbing all these stones. It reminds me of the Thanos Quest comic that came out before Infinity Gauntlet, in which he challenges the various holders of their stones before he grabs them all and puts them all in the gauntlet. But... Yeah, now that we've talked about those stones, let's talk about Thanos. Let's just let's just get it out there. Uh, from the second you see him, boss himself. From the second you see him, he acts like a boss. He has the entire suit on and removes Carries it. Carries himself. So, oh man. How do you feel about the power stone? Him already having the power stone. Um, uh, it was I was wishy washy to me, but it's a it's I could deal with not having with not having seen it. I mean, they mentioned it. They decimated Xandar. So yeah, yeah. You know. And it could have been a thing where it was just the um, the children of Thanos who did that because he, he you, was sending them around. And if you know, you kind of hang on to that to like kind of hope Nova comes out of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, in a way, we don't really end up seeing him take the reality stone either. He already has yeah. it when, when we get to nowhere. But um, yeah, just that intro, He he we knew that his goal was to go and get all the stones in this movie. And we sat here and we theorized and actually mm-hmm. several times, do you think he gets them all, bro? Do you think yeah, he gets them all? He Does he get, get them, them all? all and, you just, and you were saying, yeah, oh, he's definitely going to get them all. Um, even as you predicted it, did, how was it seeing him one by one, you know, take the Power Stone from Xandar, take the Space Stone from Loki, uh, take it from the Collector? It was crazy because he, every time he threw one on the, on the gauntlet, you just see him, like, power up in a way. Yeah. <laughs> and in that like, intro, uh, you know, they say... Um, uh, when he gets the second stone, no one's ever wielded set, um, two. Right. And at every point when he's described, Thanos, they'll say like, oh, he's got three stones. He's the most powerful in the universe. Oh, he's got four stones. He's the most... And he's just getting worse, yeah, worse as the movie worse, continues. Yeah. Uh, he's just, he's just be, um, getting bigger. But with all the scariness aside, Cloudus, they wrote the man a backstory. Yeah, they did. How do you feel about the Mad Titan from Titan, a place that grew so big that they end up not having the means of surviving as a culture? And from that moment, he decides that there are way too many beings in the universe. And the only way, the only true way to have all the resources that we need is to I'm glad, erase half I'm, of existence. I'm glad they threw that in there, but I'm more of a fan of how they threw that in there. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I think, oh, I forgot what it was. I think they were on the spaceship and then they just cut. 
to who said that? Oh no, it was after Cap. Yeah. Okay. You talking so about what? Said, you talking yeah, about when they're on Titan? Yeah. No, when they when they left. Okay. Um, and he said we were going for the flashback. Yes. He said we were going home, and then just went. Yeah. Flashback. Yeah. So I was Gamora, like, oh, okay. Gamora, yeah, Gamora hiding. In a, hiding. In a... And I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I was like, all right, I didn't know we were gonna get this, but I'm with it. Let's go. Yeah. So that was great. That was great and informative too. So I, I liked seeing everything and Thanos with all his armor on and something like. That um, was, that was awesome. We have the direct backstory, right? Because we see him on Titan. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange, like, I'm guess, I'm let me guess, this is your home world, mm-hmm. and then he uses the reality stone to show how it truly looks. It's right. decimated. Um, so we got like a little bit of backstory, but am I wrong to think? Now this is what this is this podcast is for, right? Uh-huh. Wild speculation. Thanos says, um, at at Vomir, Vermeer, I'm gonna butcher a lot of these planets. <laughs> uh, on Vomir, he says, um. That he he denied his destiny once before, right? Mm-hmm. He denied his destiny once before, um, and you know uh, he won't do it again. He also says he also makes it a a point to when he's doing like his little walking around speeches, he constantly is talking about losing and loss and knowing what how it feels like to lose, right? Mm-hmm. He does the whole you know run from it, uh, all that kind of stuff, and. Am I wrong to believe that there's a there's a backstory of Thanos where he's done where he's tried this before, um, where he tried to look for these stones, where he tried to where he tried to grab this stuff? Is the gauntlet from that time, you know, from before? Maybe I'll just say that he's um that I mean he is the only Titan left, so right. You know what I mean? So remember, he's the, remember the Titans. He's <laughs> he's the only guy from his planet that's actually, I guess, alive. So I guess that's what he means by that in a way. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it it could be a different thing that, that he was planning before. Um, probably the stones. Maybe something else. M- maybe just like a stone yeah. or two. That that could be it. But the idea, like he says, and this is a quote: "I know what it's like to lose, to feel so desperately that you're right." yet to fail nonetheless. It's frightening. It turns the legs to jelly. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same, and now it's here, or should I say I am? And so the man's lost. Mm-hmm. Are is are we meant to believe that we're going to see when he tried this before, or his whatever his destiny whatever was? Whatever it was before. Um, that will be cool to see. Um, But when where could we see it, you think? Uh, well, I, I, I think it might be in Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel, but we'll get we'll get there in a second. Um, he, at every turn, he's questioned by both a stranger, Doctor Strange, and by um, Gamora, who's his daughter, about how he feels about this, his plan, and um, just the idea of taking 50-50. And he doesn't waver. When uh, Doctor Strange says, it's genocide, he's like... Like it's, he's like I'm I'm not picking people. Yeah, you know, it's not random. He says, um, he says, you know, like when we face extinction, I offered a solution, and that's when Doctor Strange's like genocide, and he's like, yeah, but it's random, and uh, he goes, congratulations, you're a prophet. Thanos goes, I'm a survivor, and from there we see, I mean, from the entire movie, we see his survivor mentality. He is set to do this. Um. He's like, I'm a survivor, and Doctor Strange's like, yeah, but he wants who wants to murder trillions? And then again, with all of the six stones, I can simply snap my fingers and they will all cease to exist. I call that mercy. And then Doctor Strange says, and then what? 
and Thanos hey, says, let me tell you then what. <laughs> I will finally rest, watch the sun rise on an ungrateful universe. The hardest yeah. choices require the strongest wills. And we got exactly that. Yeah, relax, B. He Out said, of control. He said, he said that. If you haven't seen the movie, he said that. Let's talk about <laughs> Thanos' body count. Do you really want to talk about that now? Xandar. Oh, right? my God. A planet, seemingly, is gone. Jesus I don't know yet. But it might be completely gone. Half of an Asgardian ship, half of all the Asgardians have ever existed, pretty much, uh, on that ship. Loki. The Collector. Hemdal. The Collector. You think Collector's dead? Maybe. Bro, I don't think Collector's dead. I want to say that him and Grandmaster have to have some kind of plan. It would be cool if Infinity War legit grabs everybody that's left. Like, everybody that's that's uh, hanging on. Speaking of which, where the heck is Valkyrie? Gamora's dead. <laughs> Gamora. It, he did, that is a body count for him. He he does. He killed Gamora. Tossed it off the... Um, Vision. Oh, that's man. all him. Uh, have we seen an MCU villain with this big of a body count before? Um, not not death by death, right? Not nah, like yeah, yeah. Not himself doing yeah. Like you hear something off screen, or like they'll they will shoot something, and then you know, um. But we we got a motive, and it was sympathetic to some people. Some people were saying this guy's the, the hero of the movie. I'm I'm not in that <laughs> that camp, but um, people really liked that they were able to, uh, sympathize with Killmonger, and now with this is like, they can kind of see what he's talking about now. Killing half the universe is kind of mad, and that's how you get the name Mad Titan. But there was also another sort of lord that was walking around trying to, I don't know, bring balance to the universe. Uh, He called himself Darth Vader, and uh, he went around trying to make sure that uh, the universe was not all evil and not all good. He wanted to bring balance. Um, How do you think Thanos compares to Darth Vader? I don't know, man. I mean... Vader... Uh, Vader doesn't have an infinity gauntlet. Vader didn't win. Know. And Vader, Vader didn't, win. didn't win. Come at me, Star Wars fans. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, they're all in the same family now, Marvel and Star Wars. Did you see that um, the Star Wars Facebook page uh, put up a picture of Ray handing the yes. uh, lightsaber to, yes, to Iron Man? that was Man. awesome. I seen another one um, on Instagram. They um, edit the... Um, the lightsaber and it had the Infinity Stones on it. But it's basically the idea <laughs> yeah, but, that they're passing yeah, over the that fact was, that, that was awesome. no one had broken for, for Force Awakens bit. opening weekend, yeah. but Infinity uh, War has. Infinity War did. Um, what else do you want to say about the Mad Titan? I don't know, man. I was scared. I was intimidated watching the movie. Yes. You know what I mean? He always had, like, he always had, um, like, like scary music, I guess you would say. Like a, the score always followed him everywhere he went. Yeah. But I would also say, um, tremendous job emoting with his face. Um, whether that's yeah. whether that's Brolin or uh, special effects, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a combination of both. But we were able to see this man like almost laugh, uh, smile, cry, get angry, throw hands. Um, even that scene, especially that scene where Mantis is on top of him, oh. and we get like that real close up of his face. Yeah, he looks like a normal human being there. Uh, they did a tremendous job, but yeah, um, Thanos, <laughs> ten years. Yeah, worth a freaking wait. Had to, had to come hard, or else he would have been yeah. overhyped. I'm, in a way, I was glad I was afraid, but <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, man, um, he had to been like at least like what eleven feet tall. Huge. His tall. hand, the way he was able to like grab uh, yeah. Thor's head at several Pick points or anybody's up. head, 
I'm just like, what the heck? When he hands Gamora the knife and the knife is like half the size of Gamora. I'm like, what is going on here? But um, Thanos is not alone in his quest. He has brought the Black Order or the Children of Thanos, depending on what you would like to call them. And that is Call Obsidian, which is a rather large man with an axe. Uh, Corvus Glaive, the man who stabbed Vision every 10 minutes of the film with his, with his spear. <laughs> Ebony Maw, my favorite member of the of the Children of Thanos, who always had something cool to say as far as like uh, rejoice, uh, your miserable lives are now. He, made, he tried to make it, make it as com- as comforting as possible to die. Yeah, that's what he did. And he legit <laughs> lived for working for Thanos. Like no one else seemed as excited as he was to get the stones to help Thanos. When they get the space stone, he gets on a knee, and is just like, "My lord, no one has ever." And I'm like, "But you, but you." No one has the p- power. <laughs> um, so you have Ebony Moore, and they have Proxima Midnight, uh, you know, the female of the squad. She also has, like, a sort of spear uh, dealie there. How do you feel about the children of Thanos as far as CGI, as far as um, what they were able to do on screen? I thought uh, I thought they were great, but they didn't look like them. So I may have some paternity issues going on. Oh, they didn't look like they, Thanos? They didn't look I, like uh, him, you know? But the, I mean, but Gamora doesn't look like him either, so whatever. That's I guess, true. Neither you know, does Nebula. So, neither does uh, Nebula. So whatever. They don't steal all his children. Yeah, you might want to. <laughs> you might want to figure that out uh, over there, Thanos. But um, but no, um, out of all of them, uh, probably, probably the Witch Man. Oh, Ebony Maw. Yeah, Ebony, Ebony Maw, the sorcerer of the group, was just out the, there like the something. To, he had something to prove. At several points, he out-magicked Doctor Strange. Um, uh, he was tearing cars in half with a finger, like, just, like, yeah, a motion a, of a he finger. Was a, he was a nasty dude. It was crazy to see. And we see him in the very beginning when he's able to take all that metal and wrap Thor around in it. And shh. Oh, so scary. And he has, like, a like a dent in his head. It's uh, all, like they said, the CGI was absolutely amazing. Call Obsidian really didn't do much. He had a big axe. And I don't even think he... I mean, he took it to Iron Man. Yeah, but then he eventually lost an arm because of that. True. So, uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't know about you, Cole. And then he lost to a guy in an, in another suit. Another Iron Man suit. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Two for two. Uh, yeah, so how do you feel about, um, like, what, where do you think the Black Order comes from in as far as the MCU is concerned? Do you think this is people he always knew and was always in contact with? Or does this happen when he decides he wants to set out and get the stones? Um, I both. <laughs> okay. They do. They do his handiwork for him until he gets the size he wants he to get has busy. To get up yeah. And do it himself. So, but but they're dead now. All of them. Every, yes, every single. <laughs> so what's up? Now every single one of them is dead. Is, is Thanos recruiting now? What's up? We do get a, yeah, but be? you're right. You do get a little bit of a backstory. Cause Ebony Maw says like I have served Thanos for you know, and I've never failed him. So you have to believe that there's a lot of history there um, with the Black Order. Another MVP and part of the Timestone Squad, as I like to call <sighs> it, Tony Stark Iron Man. He's the first hero I'm going to name as MVP because this man's paranoia. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that's my, <laughs> that's my MVP right this there for man's, the whole movie. This man's PTSD yeah. and paranoia have led him to be the most prepared Avenger for this invasion. Um, we got to see a look at the Bleeding Edge armor. We got to see... Various different new uh, toys attached to that armor. Mm-hmm. Iron Man. Spiffy. Iron Man is no one tur- of your is one of your, if not your favorite character in these MCU movies. How yes. did you feel about his inclusion in this film and his role in this film? Oh, 
first of all, I'm, I'm marked like a baby. When we took off the glasses and we saw the nanotech come on. Yeah. And he slapped down the shield. That was great. Somebody who's not too happy about that <laughs> nanotech is Pepper Potts. Pepper's mm. like, why are you still building things? You keep talking about you want to get married and have washy Pepper Potts. But she still loves Tony, so whatever. She does. She does still I love Tony. And Tony says that he's doing this all for her, too. And, you know. And this could be it. This could be the thing she- he Tony's been waiting for, but Pepper don't know that. <laughs> and so I thought just crossed my mind. So you know, I thought just crossed my mind. Um, we don't know. We don't even know if Pepper's on Earth when he gets back. Mm. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Who was your favorite interaction that Iron Man had with? Because he met a bunch of people in this film that he's never met: Doctor Strange, Wong, the Guardian, uh, him and Doctor Strange. Nebula. Right off the bat, bro. Him and Doctor Strange? Yeah, him and Doc. Uh, facial that, hair man. brothers in the comics, right? Yep. Facial, facial hair bros. Uh, yeah, they and both played Sherlock before. But from the um, get, these Spider-Man, two. Spider-Man and Mantis. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man and Mantis. But Iron Man and, and Strange from the get are like yeah, neck and neck. Neck and neck. You sell tickets, were, man? I don't think they respect each other. I don't think, or at least they, I don't think they did respect each other when they first met. I think they knew of each other. But it's one of those things. I see Tony. If he did know of Doctor Strange, well, I don't. I don't. I actually don't think he knew of Doctor Strange. But if he did know of Doctor Strange, I feel like he'd be like, "Oh yeah, like how he, how he plays him up here, the wizard, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the wizard." And in the same way, I feel like Doctor Strange would be like, "Oh yeah, that guy who like builds things, things that I can tear apart with my mind." And stuff. <laughs> like, you understand? So I don't think that they they're on different sides of of reality almost with what they see to the yeah, point that Iron Man acts is. Uh, Doctor Strange, what is it that you do again? He's like, I, I protect your reality. Protect your reality, douchebag. Douche <laughs> uh, so that was pretty cool there. Doctor Strange, though, gotta say, he's another MVP, yeah. man. He's another MVP from the second that the Hulk uh, lands through Holy the Sanctum Del. Sanctorum. Doctor Strange knows the deal. He knows he needs to protect that time stone no matter what. That time stone is something that he was... He used yeah, it's in, crazy. Uh, the first he told Doctor to- Strange. He told Tony, if it comes down to you or the kid, which is Peter, yeah. Spider-Man. You or your ward. Oh, man. I will not hesitate to let y'all die. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, at various, I was like, oh, At various God. points, he's trying to. <laughs> I was to- like, I hope it doesn't come <laughs> to that, man. At various points, he's trying to um, go back to Earth. Mm-hmm. He wants to go back to Earth and because... And, like we said, Daniels had the Power Stone. He had the Space Stone. Um, the Reality and Soul Stones were out of their reach. And Earth has um, the mind and the time. And when you think about that, uh, that's a big deal. Like, ha- holding... It's one thing to, like, say, I let's go find the Reality Stone or let's go... But you have it in your hand. The one thing that people are dying for and the one thing that he's coming for, you have around your neck. <laughs> and so that's a, that's a big deal. And... Strange goes through literal torture because of this thing. And if torture wasn't able to get it out of him, uh, it makes you think, why did the guy even give it up in the first place? But I'm, I have a uh, little bit of theory behind that one. But Yeah, me too, me too. How do you feel about Doctor Strange? How you feel about uh, his battles with Ebony Moss and Thanos? Um, I'm, he's my second MVP, honestly. Um, he's no, He would be number two. I got Iron Man and Doc. As MVPs of the movie, the director. But um, Doctor Strange was all over the place throughout the whole the whole movie, holding it down. And I was so glad he yeah. he went to space with Tony. <laughs> he was. I was like, go home, the, go back to Earth. No, let's not turn it around. What you mean? Stay in space. 
Yeah, and you like I said, you know, he's the one that has him and uh and um him and Tony have the most conversations with Thanos, you know. And I'm starting to think um I'm starting to think that um the sling ring is just an earth thing now. Oh yeah. Because he know? was able to do all kinds of stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. Um I like when he dropped when Doc Strange bumped into uh Quill and was like, uh, you know, let me ask you this one time. What master do you serve? And Peter goes, What like, master do oh, I what serve? What master do I serve? What am I supposed to say? Jesus? <laughs> funny, funny, this funny. When they stuff. first met, man. Oh my god. Funny, funny, funny stuff. Uh and Doctor Strange never met the Hulk either. Like he's legit bumping into all these people for the first time. His, his movie was basically um him by himself, and you know we see him in Ragnarok, so he knows about Thor and Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's this, getting exposed to the heroes. This is the first time him and the rest of the Avengers. He still hasn't met Steve. Nope. That is uh, that's interesting. I cannot wait for that interaction. Also, the the directors had rumored on saying that whoever didn't get a lot of spotlight in this film was supposed right. to be getting a lot in the next film. So this is cool that there are save them. It's cool that there are standout uh, members. Uh, but to keep a human, another MVP. Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Big three. This is the third appearance of Tom Holland uh, as Spider-Man. The first being in Civil War where he won won our hearts and our minds. Uh, Then we did Spider-Man Homecoming, which was a tremendous Mm Spider-Man film. And now... Infinity War. Infinity War, man. We knew he was was, going to... Listen, I was so happy for anything Spider-Man in there because, to be honest... Three years ago, we weren't. He wasn't even supposed to be in this movie. You it's, know what I mean? It's amazing that you so, bring that up because I'm we forget, so right? So happy, so 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 happy, man. We forget to be grateful yeah, because there was yeah. a world in which he could not play with the other yep. characters, and we got him to see. We seemingly got and him to, to see play him with in the every trailers character. at first, and then to come by and see the movie and everything in the theater. Oh my goodness, it was just a, such a joy. Um, but the two things that stand out to me about Spider Man is one, he was ready for anything. Yes, things that were obviously out of his range, out of his uh. Wheelhouse things he's he never done before. And he put on his he game was face. Ready for. Uh, the second thing is he saves multiple lives in this film. Mm-hmm. He saves Doctor Strange's life like three times yeah. before they get to Titan. <laughs> uh, you know, it's his idea with the aliens thing that that uh, kills Ebony Maw and saves Doctor Strange, which seemingly saves the Time Stone, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then that scene where he's the people are falling with debris and he's catching them out of the out of the sky. We call Drax Mantis. Yeah, I thought that was Doctor I, Strange again. <laughs> Doctor Strange again. Um, how do you feel about Spider Man's Iron Spider suit? The oh, introduction. I, I'm glad it came out as a surprise. Did um, you know it, that he'd have the uh, legs? No, I was hoping it have the legs. You are hoping it did have? the legs? I was hoping it did have the oh, legs. Okay. Um, afterwards, I started seeing the um the toys for it, and I was happy I didn't see the toys for it before. Did you know? Do you know what he said when those legs came out? No. What are those? <laughs> oh, for real? Wow. <laughs> I didn't even notice. You know, I seen that during like three times. crazy, right? What are those? What are th- oh, yeah. When he goes, what are those? Right before, <laughs> right before he jumps, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are those? That's, I thought that was wow, pretty. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good great. stuff. Uh, just like when he meets Drax and Mantis. Uh, and he's like, what is it What is it exactly that they do? And Mantis is like, kick names, take ass. <laughs> I thought that, that was all great. Um, he has a, also a pretty cool... Um, well, you you wanted to see the two Peters, right? Yes, I mean it's too bad that they both held one held a gun to to the other's head before anything, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But Peter uh, meeting aliens for the first time, he mentions aliens eighteen million times. Uh, he thought Mantis was gonna uh, lay lay uh, eggs. One, let's just say one of those Peters, I wouldn't take a bullet for. Wow! Any, any, anytime soon. 
we'll get there. We'll get, you're getting crazy though. <laughs> you're getting crazy over there. But um, I like the like the little interaction between uh, Tony Stark and Peter and Peter Quill and stuff like that. Where Tony's like, um, you know, we, we got to do better than come at them with a plucky attitude. And Peter's like, dude, don't call us plucky. We don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> But then you get the line from the trailer where he's like, let me make up the plan so it can be better. And then Drax is like, tell him about the dance-off that saved the universe. He's like, what? <laughs> he goes, a dance-off. Uh, it's not a thing. And he's like, in Footloose? Exactly like in Footloose. Is this still the greatest movie in history? It never was. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, then seeing Star-Lord's face drop. It's so cool because Star-Lord is basically a man-child. And then Peter Parker is a child-child. <laughs> so it's cool to see those two uh, get into it. Do you want to do you, do you talk? Or, or Peter, you want to wait till we get to everybody? Uh, I can wait. I can wait. Okay, I can wait. cool. <laughs> Let's give the next MVP award out to Odin, son. Ooh, yes, Odin. The god son. of hammers like himself, the wow. lord of thunder. I love this order right now. Woo! Uh, Thor. Tunnel vision from the jump. Yeah, from the jump. He ball. has to Holy witness. Crap. He witnessed hours, seemingly, or days before his entire realm be destroyed by Surtur. He's witnessed his father die. He's witnessed his mother die. Uh, in the beginning of this film, he witnesses half his people and his brother be killed. His sister presumably dead. Sister is presumably dead. By, and he had to kill his sister yep. by uh, doing the Surtur stuff. Thor, man, uh, I never felt a connection to this character until this film. I, I liked him in Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and that was the beginnings of making those connections mm. but it was in this film where I'm like this guy knows what's up and from the second like I said the second he wakes up on the guardian ship mm. not only is, does he have tunnel vision but he doesn't care who comes with him yeah. he was ready to go by himself how do you feel about uh, Thor's role in this film that was great he was gonna jack the pot <laughs> yeah. them at first whether <laughs> or not, food? yeah whether or not he they were with it or not um boss all the way through all the way throughout the whole freaking movie uh, um um, it's difficult for me to pick the most boss thing for um Thor in the movie because there's two things yeah. that he hasn't that's a real boss in the movie. Yeah. But um, damn man, boss, boss. I mean, I'm 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 already counting three. So. Well, there's two that I read that are up there for me. Might so it's, like, it's crazy. What here for, so um, I got um when he forges his weapon, he has to hold the the, the eyelet thing the, open. The eyelet thing open. And he's just taking the full force of the of, of a the, dying, of a dying star, star. Um, and then when he when freaking Thanos just um blasts, tries to blast him with the um with the Infinity Gauntlet with yeah. all the stones, um, he just throws um Stormbreaker, yeah, Stormbreaker, which he just made, yeah, like he just said, he just, he just made, made and then yeah. he just goes right through that and stabs him in the chest. Yeah. So there's those two scenes, right? I'll even add two scenes. Like I said, he's the he's MVP. Right. So one of the scenes that obviously wasn't that badass, but that I loved was the conversation that he was able to have with Rocket. Rocket yeah, right? Man, was... Because it didn't, look, at, he's there with a rabbit and he's there with um with a tree. He did, There's no, absolutely no reason to like emote. There's no reason to have like a deep heart to heart conversation. Mm-hmm. Actually, big ups on Rocket for realizing that that's a situation in which a captain would sit right. and uh, talk to. You know, and hold on, big up on on Thor for understanding Groot. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, taking it as an elective on Asgard. But as said. you know, Ro- Rocket is kind of like saying, like, you know, what what's up with this Forge thing? And he's like, oh, you know, it's the heart of a dying star. It's where Mjolnir was found, and we can get a weapon, a Thanos killing kind. And he goes, you know, I'm fifteen hundred years old. 
I've killed twice as many enemies as that, and every one of them would have rather killed me, but none succeeded. I'm only alive because fate wants me alive. And then my favorite, Thanos is just the, la- the latest along a line of bastards, and he'll be the latest to feel my vengeance. To feel feel my vengeance, fate wills it so. But saying like Thanos is the latest in a long line of bastards, like you know, I don't even know if he 100 percent believed that then. Right. <laughs> but man, you know, th- there was also a scene where we saw how much he lost. Like I said, the amount of loss. I think at this point, Thanos is the person with the most loss. I mean, Thanos Thor is the person with the most loss on the Avengers right now. I could be mistaken, but man, his entire family's gone. Right. Half his people are gone. Um. Uh, one of the Russos was quoted on saying that Valkyrie escaped, mm. escape pod. So we can see a situation in which when they first see that ship, as we see in the post credits for Thor Ragnarok, he's like, hey, take half of these and get out of here. Uh, on the Guardian ship, Thor says, um, he slaughtered half my people. Right. So there is half of, half of the Asgardians are somewhere. So maybe we still get that like Asgardian Nebraska storyline uh, <laughs> that we were theorizing to happen. Um and then he gets Stormbreaker, which is another amazing part where we are seemingly losing the fight, and we see this weapon of literally mass destruction <sighs> cut through and, the clouds, and it can summon the the Bifrost. Yeah, so mm, no more hand That's down. gonna well, be handy. You know. So we he it, it it takes out several of the Outriders, the mindless army of Thanos, and then he hero landing, bro. Mm. He lands there and he's. <laughs> Legitimately crackling with intensity, crackling with electricity. Mm-hmm. Amazing hero shot, and you're there. You're there with um, Rocket and Groot, and and even Banner pops right because Banner's been yeah. hanging oh, out with him yeah. the whole time. He's been hanging out with him, chilling. Oh, you guys screwed now. You know, yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, you guys are screwed now. Yeah. And uh, I I thought that was pretty cool to call back to that friendship that th- that those two had, and and you know, Banner seemingly thought he lost yeah, Thor. Yeah, he thought he was dead. He thought Thor was was gone. Um, anything else you want to say about the God of Hammers? Uh, the God of Hammers. Um, um, cool points for pushing the axe in. You know what I'm saying? For oh, pushing yeah. Stormbreaker in, but you know. And the callback, you know? Yeah. I told you you oh, would die for this. That's what he says when Hamdow dies. I also liked, um, when, uh, he... There's a there's a part right where they they're showing different aspects of what's going on in the fight mm-hmm. in Wakanda, and all he's doing is going through the spaceships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 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 like yeah yeah like, like he, just, he, he's he just, goes he goes up through one right and then he he comes out of one and then he flies right into the other one just taking the them like out. whoa what the hell <laughs> and it's like yeah man we have a god on our side like it was awesome to see Thor reach to uh, uh realize to his full potential. Uh, so Thor is definitely one of the MVPs. Well, and his and his black suit. His black suit is, is money. I like that black suit. The um, black suit you got going on. Mm. Now you know Heath nice. Ledger. Heath Ledger got uh, uh, a a what's called a post homage Oscar, meaning that he got one uh, after he died, and more so that you know this is, was a, a a very powerful performance. I'm gonna have to give an MVP award to somebody who's no longer with us, and that is one of the daughters of Thanos, Gamora. Between the flashback, the character development, her fighting Thanos when we thought that yeah, Thanos was taken man. out, where she placed that blade in his neck and in his heart faster than I could have. If, if we and her were fighting, I'd be done. Seconds. Yeah. Seconds. <laughs> I, I was realize. like, nope. I do not have that speed nope. or that agility. She was able to take it to him. Uh, and even though it was a like a uh, hologram of Thanos, it was incredible to see 
that speed. They say that she's one of the most fearless warriors in the galaxy. In the galaxy. We, we haven't really seen that in Guardians all that much. Um, so it was cool to see her to see her deal with that. And, um, they, Gamora and Thor also had some kind of cool interactions with Thor's yeah. thing. And the I like I like um what you call um 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 um, um Drax's reaction. Uh, Gamora, she's the daughter of Thanos. <laughs> oh yeah, like, <laughs> right, right. Like, oh, um, like, I. I also think that I, I I'm such a fan. I'm so in the bag for these things that I got excited just when I heard people say each other's names. Like hearing Gamora say Thor, like it's Gamora Thor. knows yeah, Thor. Thor. They're talking I'm just to glad each they other. Know each other now. What this is, is going on here? Amazing. Seeing like uh Bruce Banner with T'Challa. You know, like these combinations that we never saw before. And the thing is, you could have seen this movie by itself. Just because of the strength of the writers, Marcus and McFeely, who, uh, besides doing a bunch of, like, Chronicles of Narnia, Mm. they did every Cap. Uh, Civil War, um, Captain America, Civil War. What did I say? No, First Avengers, Civil War. (laughs) I'm like, what the heck is going on? First Avengers, Civil War. um, I think they helped even help with the script of Thor Dark World. But these guys have been on fire, and they're going to be writing the next one, too. And uh, because of their ability to write and then the Russo's ability to direct, this film is amazing from start to finish, even if you have no context. Right, right. But don't get it twisted. This was made for everyone yeah. who spent the time and money invested into this universe. While you could have seen it on its own, it wasn't for you. But if, if you're if, if you're you the waited, one if you're the oh one of the goodness. ones who seen it on its own, I'm glad you enjoyed it, yeah. but it wasn't for you. Right. All right. It wasn't. I have no problem saying that it wasn't. It's for us. It's for every one of us who stand there and wa- and waited a half waited. an hour for a post credit scene. Who who uh, popped for a, a trailer and shared you know trailers and 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 shirts and and uh, casting news. Everybody who was waiting and counting down to this war, we were given Easter egg after Easter egg after Easter egg and just so much. Um, it was a payoff. <laughs> it was rewarding. It was truly rewarding. I don't feel like any of my time watching any of the MCU films was wasted, nor did I feel like any of the time watching this film was wasted. And that goes to show just what a great film it it is. Uh, but last thing on Gamora is that sacrifice, bro. Damn, man. Uh, it was unwilling. <laughs> yeah. She did not sacrifice herself. She damn near tried to kill herself. She tells Quill to kill her. Uh, as soon as uh, she is trapped by Thanos. How do you feel about Gamora, her pathos, her backstory, the emotions, just all of it? What, are, what is your final, I guess, opinion about the character if we don't ever get it, well, see I her again? I mentioned before the, that flashback was um, was crazy. Um, the interaction he had with her to block her from um, seeing, the, I guess, the whole the massacre. Gen- yeah, the whole massacre. Um, and... Everything, like, I like it, it's it's hard because they um you can tell they tried they tried so hard and it 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 paid it paid off and they gave and they gave us adult Gamora and now they gave us Thanos coming through and um now she has to I guess tell him where the Soul Stone is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you know uh, that was a big bomb you know? that was dropped was that Gamora knew where the Soul Stone was the Soul Stone was on Vomir um. And uh, he ends up getting it, but at a cost, at a price. It's the only stone that you need to uh, make a sacrifice for. And 
They and it do- sucks because I knew I knew it was gonna be her the moment he, they they mentioned it. Yeah. And he was. Also, I mean, she was the, the only one the there. The first thing I called <laughs> back to was when uh, was when he uh, was what Guardians one. Yeah. My favorite daughter Gamora. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I but like, oh, she. Another thing was she was the only one there. So as soon as yeah, they said a sacrifice, so like, a soul for a soul, I, I did the math. Uh, I'm surprised she didn't do the math. She was all like, "Ha ha! You don't got no one to sacrifice. You don't got no one to sacrifice." <laughs> you, you <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute! Are those tears? They're not for you. And then uh, we get that sacrifice there. Heartbreaking scene. I didn't think they were gonna show her fall for as long as she did. I didn't yeah. think they were gonna show her like where her leg snapped on the on the rocks and all that kind of stuff there. But they they show it. They show it. You think Gamora is gone for good? Um, I hope not, cause I really dig Gamora. So. I think the fact that her, her and it meant, you know, it almost broke my heart when she told Quill, like, I love I love you more than anything, or like, I love you more than anything I, I know, or mm-hmm. something like that. Something crazy like that, where it was like, these guys have really been on an adventure together, man, since breaking out of that prison and <laughs> 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 uh, saving that guy's leg. These guys have, have truly been on, a, on an adventure together. Um, there are tons of more characters, so we're going to move past the MVPs and just talk about the squads. Like I said, we already covered Thanos and the Dark, I mean the Black Order, a.k.a. the children of Thanos. Mm-hmm. We spoke a little bit about the Time Stone squad, which was, we spoke about Iron Man, Strange, and Spider-Man, but let's talk about who else is on that squad. Mantis, Drax, and Star-Lord. So Drax mm. is just hilarious from start to finish, yeah, in my opinion. As, as usual, as usual. I and, like and butt the- kicking machine, so I'm not going to... I like the team of Drax and Mantis, man. I do. I like the I fact do. that she is optimistic about everything and doesn't even realize the silliness of what she's saying. Whereas uh, Drax is like the dry sarcasm. She's like the happy kind of doofus a little bit. Um, I, I mean, they're both mean. They're, they're both oblivious anyway. So, <laughs> um, Mantis, you you were thinking of considering putting a Mantis on the MVP list. Do you want to go ahead and explain that for the yes? Nice I listeners? mean, she held it. I mean. She held it down just off the scene of holding Thanos down when she um when um Doctor Strange opened up the the portal to jump on his I guess his neck you know to put him under while they were taking off the gauntlet yeah and she, I thought to be honest I thought she I didn't think she was gonna hold him down for that long to be you know what I'm saying um she He's also strong. she also feels <laughs> the snap before everybody else does oh yeah she also Something is the is one happening. that she's also the one that gets. Um, Nebula's call for help. When yes. Nebula escapes, yes. she contacts and Mantis. She meet me on Titan. And tells them to meet me on Titan. So Mantis was definitely there for that. Drax, incredibly emotional also, but you can't blame him because right. of, you know, everything that went on there. Um, and there, there was a point when he was, um, when they, they were doing the standoff and um, he was telling Iron Man, do it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can take it. I can take and it. And Mantis is like, no, <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I don't know like why I just concerned. thought about that. How, how, do, you so about, how do you feel about her, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Warface? <laughs> like, uh, Mantis, is a, Mantis is, I'm going to say Mantis is a low-key gem, but you got to you gotta keep your eyes peeled for Mantis. She definitely <laughs> is, man. I, I think that I'm so glad that they added another member of Guardians, and you would think that there's not enough jokes to go around, but she definitely uh, is there and definitely has a lot of jokes. Star-Lord. Oh, Let's start on the good side. Let's start on the good side of Star-Lord. We're talking about that right now? Oh, Let's start on the good side of Star-Lord. Matter of fact, right. fact, only good stuff. Only right. good stuff. We'll only get to stuff. the other All stuff right. later. All right. All right. Star-Lord, man. Uh, able to take it to Iron Man for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? Have him running around and stuff looking for him. Take, he's taking it to humans. 
When was the last time? When was the last time Peter Quill saw a human? Long time ago, Long right? Long time ago. Long time yeah. ago. Uh, I was going to say how they're going to bring him back to Earth. Uh, He's got to go back to Earth. Eventually. He can't go back now. <laughs> I mean, he can't go back now. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you know, he's able to chop it up about movies with Tony Stark and, and, and Peter Parker and about Flash Gordon. You know, things like that. Um, a slew of weapons. Uh, stands up to Thanos twice, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. You know, um Thanos refers to him as the boyfriend, and he refers to him as the Titan-killing, like long-term booty call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that was cool. I I love the interaction. I mean, the interaction, the introduction of the Guardians in this movie, where they start playing that Rubber Band Man song, and mm-hmm. everyone's mm-hmm. just jamming to it. And Gamora's usually not one to jam to it. Well, I mean, I guess that's wrong to say because we did see her tap her foot in mm-hmm. um, Guardians One when they're playing "Ain't No Mountain High Enough." Well, she's been coming around. She's coming around to the jams. And when you're playing and music on that jam, twenty four seven, I'm pretty yeah, sure there's gonna yeah, be one song yeah. that you know and you like, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, okay, I like this one. Let's 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 go ahead with that." So that's the Time Stone Squad. Those guys were on Titan for the most part, trying to make sure that Time Stone didn't get captured. That's Iron Man, Strange, Spider Man, Mantis, Drax, and Star Lord. Now let's talk about one of my favorite teams, the what I call Secret Avengers, which is the team of Captain America Steve Rogers, the Black Widow, uh, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, and Vision. Um, amazing introductory scene. Uh, every theater I went to erupts when Captain America shows up. I have missed Captain America. I forgot yeah, I how much I missed, I missed Captain, Captain America. America. The movie's going on just, what, 20 minutes? And it's not, there's not, I know he's coming, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but I still, I still mm-hmm. react the way... I've always wanted to. I was so happy to see him. I was so happy to see him. And I was so happy to see that he had no hard feelings to Rhodey. Uh, you know, that he that how cool he was with Black Panther. Black Panther, besides, because we are past the hype of Iron Man, right? Right. We know Iron Man is basically the godfather of the MCU. Black Panther is probably one of the coolest characters in the MCU right now. With his backstory, his suit, his powers, all that. And to know that Cap is in with that guy? Mm-hmm. Like, he's in with the guy <laughs> that just walks, he passes the line and walks into the club. He's he, with you the know? king, B. He's, he's cool with the king. I thought that was amazing. Uh, props to Falcon for sticking with, with Cap throughout. Come on, bro. You know, like... They're wanted criminals. Um, staying on the left, you know. <laughs> they're, they're wanted criminals. Uh, shout outs to Widow. She has new hair. And, you know, uh, I think she chose her side. At least I've chosen a side. <laughs> I always think of that from X-Men. But um, at least she chose her side with uh, Cap there. And then you have the couple, man. You have Scarlet Witch and Vision. And Vision was seemingly tortured from sun up to sun yeah, down. Throughout the film. whole movie. Jeebus. How do you feel about that relationship? How do you feel about uh, Vision's role in this? Role? I mean, I was glad. Um, this, it kind of mirrors the the comics. Um, not all the way, but loosely. Yeah. You know. Um, so I'm glad we get that. Um, I'm. I wasn't expecting to like what they were had going on as much as I did. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. So to see them actually like, I guess date and see each other back and forth is actually kind of cool. I almost wonder if you if. If we would have been approving of the build, Mr. Right? Roboto, we come in and they're already a couple, so it's right. easy to jump into that already. The same way when we came in, remember when randomly Natasha and Hulk were a couple? <laughs> like we missed something that <laughs> happened, and so they're just gonna act like they don't have to catch us up on it. And so I wonder if we saw them flirting throughout movies. I mean, you got a little bit of that in Civil War, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's when people rolled their eyes. They're like, eh, right. you know. 
But um, I thought they were sweet here. You know, the whole, like, what do you feel? I only feel you uh, stuff was pretty cool. Um, Scarlett, I mean, Elizabeth Olsen, I think, acted her ass off in this yeah, film. Yeah, for real. Between um, looking shocked at the news report that, that they were aliens. She gets better and better as a Scarlet Witch every yeah. time I see her. Uh, various, um, and they, she's kind of... with her powers. Now, oh you, say, you know, she, you say she gets better and better, which makes me think of um, Age of Ultron, which is where she debuted. Uh-huh. And... From Age of Ultron and then Avengers, stressed, man. Right. She's stressed. I mean, from Age of Ultron to Civil War. Like, she's blamed for the thing. For, in, the, bomb, in, for the explosion. And put on house arrest. Yep. And then, uh, you know, she's basically working for the villain in Age of Ultron until she's not. And then her brother dies. So that's somebody else who's also experienced a lot of loss is Scarlet Witch. Um, do you think they're setting her up to be a bigger character moving forward? Um, I'm not too sure, but I hope she gets a more prominent role. Um, is there room on the team for Scarlet Witch when there's a Doctor Strange or maybe Doctor Strange helps her kind of figure out um, all that stuff huh? maybe that could be a thing too but we're also about to get Captain Marvel so we gotta watch out yeah you know um, but I do hope they treat her as treat her as such um, she does have seniority a little bit and she does <laughs> She does deserve that respect uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about Scarlet Witch and Vision right now I, I want to say with Cap um we didn't get enough of Cap in this, in my personal opinion, which means that we're going to get a whole bunch right. in the next yeah, one, which yeah, I'm excited yeah. for. Um, but this is the thing. And and tell me if you agree with me on this. While we didn't get a lot of Cap in this film, something that went on, something that, that continued on with him, that continued on with almost everybody in here, was that even though they didn't have a lot, he did exactly what I thought he would do every time. Every time I saw him, he did exactly what Captain America right. would do, it's and funny. that just shows that they know this character. It's funny you say that because the first time I, I when you said that, the first thing I thought about was when he came through to meet um Rhodey. Yeah, and Ross was and Ross was there. Um, um, um Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Um, um, he was a hologram. Yeah. Hologram Ross is what I <laughs> hologram <to> Ross. Right? <laughs> so um. And then he told him, he was like, you get in my way, we'll fight you too. I was yeah. like, classic cat, bro. Get out of my way, it. let me defend Earth, you know, that's it. Um, Watching him and Panther run ahead of the pack. Oh, man, that um, was stupid awesome. Amazing, oh. man. And the thing is, they're not running because they know they have the most powerful weapons. They're not running there because they know that they can beat more people than anybody else. It's just... We got to lead. Yeah, We're leading go. these people. And the only way to lead is you lead from the front, Cap. Man, he got cool me amped just talking about it. Because before I knew it, when I started, I was like, what's going on? Oh, crap. Um, and you just see them go. Black Panther uh, uh, and freaking, uh, uh. yeah, Cap running with each other. And the last time we saw this, they were running after each other, right? Yeah, that was <laughs> So cool. I thought that was pretty cool, too. Booking it, booking it, booking it. I thought that was pretty cool, too. Um, So let's leave the Secret Avengers there. Let's go to Team Stormbreaker. Thor, Rocket, and Groot, a.k.a. Thor, Rabbit, and Tree. Yeah. How'd you feel about that dynamic of Rocket as the, almost the brain, he was the brains of that group? Almost. almost. I mean, he was the only one that knew how to work a ship, so. Yeah, that's true. So. Thor just presses buttons and it says, strongest <laughs> Avenger. Or try to punch in a four-digit code. Uh, like a birthday or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they got birthdays. But um, that was great. Um. Thank you so much, Groot, for giving us your hand as a handle. Yes. For the Stormbreaker. Groot sacrificing his hand. Very Teenage much. Groot. You know how hard it is to get a teenager to sacrifice we, for anything? We appreciate that. Yes, because we were trying to tell him to put the game down, the we whole movie. We would not movie. put that, def- <laughs> that game of Defender down. Um, if it wasn't for Team Stormbreaker, we wouldn't get the, the Thanos killing weapon. 
So I like that. Uh, all the I Am Groot stuff. But I'm telling you, the the crux of that team was that rabbit stuff, bro. Yeah. Every time he said rabbit, I was in tears. <laughs> More power, rabbit. <laughs> Thank you, rabbit. Thank you, the rabbit. engine rabbit. He goes and he goes. The rabbit is correct, and <laughs> seemingly the smartest of all of you. I assume you are the captain. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're pretty smart. I thought all that stuff was going. You like that too, right? When uh, Peter Quill was saying, um, the only reason why you're going over there is because that's where Thanos ain't. That's where Thanos ain't. He's like, uh, hey, calm down there, Quill. I want to talk to your captain like that. Oh, that was amazing. But that was Team Stormbreaker. Then you have. Wakanda, which is the Dora Milaje, or more specifically Okoye, Okoye. Uh, Black Panther, his sister Shuri, and Bucky. Bucky's been chilling. Now, I have a little question about that, because they say, like, uh, you know, what about him? He goes, the white wolf has rested long enough, or something like that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. have they really just been letting him chill? I think so. They had to, yeah. They just let him vacation in Wakanda? That's kind of cool, considering... You know, this is the man he thought killed his uh his father. Like, we're gonna hold you down until the fight comes. But when it's when the fight arm. comes, you gotta be ready. <laughs> yep. And they brought him his arm and uh Yo, I'm gonna just say right now, that arm was beautiful. Gorgeous, man. Yeah, that thing was that thing was beautiful. gorgeous. It was dark and it had like gold. It was like, like a charcoal yeah, and, was go- awesome, and it had man. gold on it. Oh, um shoot. I also like that when he showed him the arm, the first thing that Bucky says is where's the fight? On where's his the fight? way. And he and yeah, Tatala says on its way. Um and Wakanda stands together. Yep. You know, man, T'Challa, you know how to command the people because they all stand together. Okoye also is out there on her own majority of the time taking these things out. And is there anyone else besides Okoye that can make you giggle with just a facial expression? <laughs> <laughs> right? Some of her reactions, like she uh, she reacts to Bruce bugging out in the Hulkbuster and then the Hulkbuster trips. Oh, And then they drive by like... and she gives him like this look of disgust. Like, <laughs> Amazing. Denai Guerrero is killing it. Uh, Walking Dead doesn't seem to be doing too good, so I'm glad she found her place in uh, Wakanda and is able to do all that there. Uh, last but not least, the group I would like to cover is the the daughters, the actual daughters of Thanos between Gamora mm. and Nebula. We spoke of, of, here about Gamora, but let's talk a little bit about Nebula. Nebula, who we last saw in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, en route to kill Thanos. Thanos mm. says in this film that she got close, uh, but she didn't, and they use her to they use her at, uh, and they torture her so that Gamora reveals where the Soul Stone is. Um, so. Uh, Nebula was also tortured in the comics too, so that's something that is uh, you know, comic book pretty, accurate. Yeah, pretty true. Um, but Nebula is also grabs onto the Infinity Gauntlet, so people think that she may have a bigger role in uh, the next film, and she didn't disappear in this one. How do you feel about Gamora's role in this film uh, and the, her relationship with her father? At one point, her father said, "You should have killed." He says, "She says to her father, like you should have killed me when you had the chance." And her father's like, "That'd be a waste of parts." Yeah, waste of parts. It's like, damn, damn man, really. Really, Thanos? Yeah, I guess he really ain't, you know what I'm saying? Um, But I'm just glad um, her and Gamora were on the same page. Like, they rarely officially, are, Officially, yeah. officially, and finally, you know? Because they've been beefing since. I would love to see them side by side. Hopefully there's a situation that right. brings these, all, all these heroes on screen and we get to see these guys these, uh, side by side. But both women did really, 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 really well. Um, MIA, and I'm not counting the post-credit, is uh, Nick Fury. Maria Hill, Ant-Man, and Hawkeye. We are told Ant-Man and Hawkeye are on house arrest. Uh, and Nick Fury and Maria Hill are just uh, hanging out. We see in the post-credit. Doing things, I guess. Now, there's no shield, so there's no one There's no one for them to work for. So there's that. 
Um, not to my knowledge, I haven't watched Agents of Shield. If you guys have any knowledge of that, let me know. Is is Nick Fury like a, a intern? What's going on there? <laughs> but they are MIA. I was kind of hoping to see Ant Man and Hawkeye in this, but they have almost been confirmed. Anything but confirmed for next movie. Ant Man has his own movie coming up next month or two months from now, and I'm I'm semi excited to see it. It's gonna be Marvel, so I'm going to see it. But after this, it's like, what do you want to show me? Show me the rest of the war. What are you doing? Uh, do, were you missing any of those guys? Is there anybody else you would have wanted missing, to see? I was missing Hawkeye. Um, I heard he had a new do. I heard he made his way to some promotional stuff. Yeah. So I kind of missed him. You want to see uh, what what new digs Hawkeye was in? Who's gonna come out the quiver, man? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think right now if there's anybody I would like to have seen. Like I said, I want to see the Grandmaster in the next one. I would love to see Jeff Goldblum return. And <laughs> see what that means to everything. Valkyrie is out there. Korg Korg is out there with Meek. Hopefully, you know maybe they could join in on the fun. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm not even talking about my, my Guardians. What are the chances we get the OG Guardians of the Galaxy? Sylvester Stallone with his boys. <laughs> what if they come through, right? They're, they're out there seemingly. They would want revenge for what ends up happening. Uh, and seeing as we're talking about what ends up happening, I have written down mm. five things that we need to discuss before this podcast ends. And the number one thing is the snap. The snap heard around the world. This is the reason why you guys are even listening to this. You want to hear our take on the snap. Thanos, with all the uh, jewels, the gems, the stones, and the Infinity Gauntlet, is able to snap his fingers. And at several points, we are told that when he does this, half of existence will cease to exist. Um, how did you feel about the snap? Did you think the snap was going to happen? And what do you what do you think happened? I don't know. Uh, it was bananas because they teased it like twice throughout the whole movie. Yes. Um, so I didn't know I didn't know that was the actual thing he wanted to do, so it actually seemed like it was a thing he actually wanted to do. And he actually said it was a thing that he actually wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> so um and he did it after taking um a stormbreaker to the chest. So Yes, exactly. Um I kind of got to give him props to that. A weapon forged know? by a dying star. So, so. It, it's it's definitely not easy. Um He snapped. Mhm. And then they go to the soul, what I believe is the soul world, which is... In the soul, in the soul stone? Yeah, the soul world exists inside the soul stone. Um, and the soul stone itself, you know, uh, you know, we were told that it, it, it had different properties. Hmm. It had different properties than How the stones. the souls of the... And, it all, and we were also told that it, had, it uh, has a certain kind of wisdom. Hmm. Remember that? Uh, we'll talk about that guy, too, in a little bit. But yeah, the Soul Stone, um, we're, from comic book knowledge, all I knew about the Soul Stone was that uh, it allowed the user to steal and control and manipulate, and I guess altered also, uh, living and dead souls. Hmm. Um, but a big part about it in the comics is that there's a pocket dimension in there mm. called the Soul World. Right. And that's where Adam Warlock was for some time. A little bit of confusion because in the comics, the Soul Stone is green. Mm. It's also on uh, Adam Warlock's forehead. Mm -hmm. So there's that. But, um, yeah, you know, at full potential, the soul gem uh, grants control over all life in the universe. So Thanos seemingly has all life. We never saw what the soul stone did. We see that all the stones are used in various different ways. Um, but we never actually seen what the soul stone did. Right. Um, and you see that with full power, you're able to take control of, of all the... 
of all, all of it lives. All of it. But after <laughs> after Gamora talks to him, uh, you know, in the soul world and asks him, uh-huh. you know, did you do what you did? Uh, what did it cost? And he says everything. We come back. The gauntlet is smoldering. Is in shambles on his and, and it's in shambling and he and he leaves. At this moment, we've known the snap has taken place. What is going through your head? Do you, like are you I'm expecting sh- to sh- see fifty percent of people I'm in, disappear? I'm in shock. I don't even know what's going on. What just happened? Um, people didn't die right away, so I'm just like, okay, the snap didn't work, but did it work? What the I hell is going on? I actually thought it didn't work because of the, when the gauntlet was so, like, right, mangled, right. I thought that maybe he did it wrong or it broke or um, or. Next. I looked at the. I was looking at the jewels too. Um, the the stones and they seemed to be. Pretty intact. They not, nothing, no, not a scratch on them. And they got to be at least a little bit usable because he was yeah. able to uh, transport out, of there. Yeah, yeah, out yeah. using the same um, the space stone. But um, yeah, I, you know, snap happens, and because things don't happen right away, mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about it. And then when, when you know the thing is mangled, I'm like, oh, I guess it didn't work. And then Bucky says, Steve, oh, and we turn around and we see Bucky disappear <laughs> out of nowhere. And then we see, uh, you know. Uh, characters that we've that we've been cheering for this whole movie, uh, T'Challa, that we just, yeah, got Guard, the Guardians, yeah, T'Challa. Uh, all the Guardians, um, you know, Mantis, Quill, uh, Drax. You know, I think I think what oh was I think God. what was even <laughs> I think what also broke my heart too was watching the entire field of Wakandans because yeah, because everybody was, just, I was like, oh, in the oh, other oh, in the oh. other scenes we seen just a small group of people. But to see like whole hordes of, of 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 armies just disappear, and the people who are left going like, what do we do? What what's going on? Was absolutely crazy. Put yourself in those shoes. What what do you do? <laughs> is, is there anything to do? What I don't really know what to do. Um, Thanos got all the stones. He's got them on the gauntlet. The gauntlet is shattered. Thor and he's gone. No one knows where he's at. Stabbed him in the chest with Stormbreaker. He split right after that. And he's still alive. So now what? Where is he? We're all, everybody's seemingly gone, dead. Oh my god! It 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 was a lot. It was it it was a lot. Um, somebody call the police. <laughs> you know, we got a, we got a missing port, per, uh, persons report. By the way, I was thinking about that. I was thinking like Jessica Jones is gonna be like, um, my son uh went missing. A uh, lady get in line. There's like 50 people <laughs> here waiting uh, waiting for me to uh to find that out. Um, but. Yeah, people start to disappear, and I guess we're gonna have to talk about it. Spider Man, man, Spider Man disappears. Uh, that probably the most painful yeah, uh, that, loss that in the me. film. I was definitely lost uh, with Bucky only because Bucky didn't seem to know what was going on. Right, that, right. That at, hurt at all. Right. That hurt. Like the idea that he, um, that that well, the same thing. Like none of us know what's going on, but it's even worse to see somebody who's getting affected by it not know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that hurt, and like Peter says, you know, Peter says, um, I don't feel so good. Yeah, uh, that broke my heart, dude. I was in the theater, and I called it right away. I was like, it was the minute he said Mr. Stark, I was like, oh, man. Here oh, you already know? Yeah, here we go, because, you know, I know Peter like that, you know, yeah. like spiritually. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, he's your homeboy. So I, I, I felt it. I was like, oh, my God. I put my head down for like two seconds, but I didn't want to put my head down for too long, because, you know. I waited ten years for this, <laughs> so I gotta I gotta watch this all. Oh my god, bro! And they had such a they had such a mentor mentee relationship. Yeah, this entire man, film. and he kind of disappeared in Tony's hands. Oh my god! Um, something that I noticed, I had to watch the scene a million times. But something that I noticed, you know, you you have the whole Mister Stark, Mister Stark, right? Um, 
I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go stuff. Uh, two things I noticed. One, he seemingly puts on a brave face right before he goes. He, right. looks, at, he looks at Tony in right. the face and then it's like, you know, and he apologizes. But when he apologizes, I'm, I don't want to bring more right, tears right. to the. I don't want to bring more tears to the table. But he calls him Tony. Yeah. He doesn't say Mr. Yeah, Stark anymore. Right. He calls him Tony. Tony. They're equals at that point. They're they're peers. And uh, this little kid, who again was ready for everything, who again saved tons of lives, who again was always always was seemingly so from the sad. first movie, from the first movie is in in over his own head. You know if that probably didn't happen. I probably wouldn't wouldn't have woke up so messed up the day after. <laughs> Cold sweat. <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, but yeah, the kid that always was in over his own head, but never gave up. Um, the kid who who turned down being an Avenger because he knew his role, and then eventually got it back, uh, and was knighted, and and how proud he was to be knighted by his mentor in that instance. The kid who got a brand new suit, mm-hmm. you know, all, all of that. And more is is gone. Is is seemingly gone in this moment. And uh, yeah, man, it, it, it was a lot. You get to you you see everybody gone. And I prior to watching this film, I was telling everybody at work, anybody that saw me, mm-hmm. that I was gonna go see old friends. You know, and <laughs> uh, on, on April twenty sixth, because we saw it the day before, I'm gonna go see old friends. And I was watching my friends disappear into mm-hmm. nothingness, and I didn't have answers. No one had answers. People in the audience were gasping, what the heck? Hell and yeah. Ev- you Jesus. Could, you, you, we, the phases of grief, right? We People were like, didn't know what was going on, then got angry, got sad. You know what, you know what kind of killed me too? Um, seeing Cap sitting there after everything was done, like, oh my God. And he always and, knows what to and, do. Yeah, and he's just, he's got, he's got nothing. Nobody's got nothing, especially him. He's on the floor. But also, but also, you know, the other side of that coin too, uh, Tony. Tony and Nebula still stuck in space. He had, Peter died in his, or disappeared in his arms. And he places those arms to his face. Because he was just here. Yeah, I know. He was just here. How? How he was just here. So, now that we talk about uh, the snap, the actual effects of the snap. Um, which we believe it removed fifty percent of the of the universe away from uh, you know removed them from existence. One thing is everyone's asking: Is everybody dead? And I think that's the wrong question to ask. I think uh, it's a distinction of of not dead or alive, but here and gone. And yes, they are all gone. None of them are on are on mm-hmm. are, uh, are on Earth. Um, people wanted to know dead or not because they well, if you're asking me, I'm telling everybody they're dead, <laughs> dead, <laughs> dead. Dead. My opinion, is, my opinion is gone, and I have to use those but words. Gone, uh, but gone seems to be the more correct way. I have to use the words gone because I believe that they're coming back. Yeah. My theory is that At they're coming back. some of them, but we're just going to say all of them. And you guys right are now. here, so you guys are here, and you guys can hear my theory, uh, seeing as we're here talking about the snap. But I believe that Doctor Strange, who was one of the MVPs of this film, somebody that we said would never give up the time stone. Uh, you know, he let Peter Parker and Tony Stark die before he did gave up the time stone to Thanos. At various points, he is asked at least twice by Stark. Why? Why? The first time he tells Stark, we're in the end game. The second time he tells Stark, it was the only way. Tony, it was the only way. Uh, so I believe that Doctor Strange um, saw a future in which Thanos won, but eventually the Avengers won. He said he only saw one future, one possible future, in which they win. But I think that look that he gives uh, 
Iron Man when he says only one is a look of and half the universe goes. Mm-hmm. It's only one. And, and I have to trust that not only is it right to give him this stone and let these events take place, but the person that seemingly saves the rest of us has to come up with the idea on their own. I'm gone. Yep. <laughs> so that's a lot of trust. And you're the only one that knows. And it's a situation where, yes, he's the only one who knows. And I would even say, as somebody who's watched The Flash, uh, he yep. probably couldn't tell anyone. Can't tell anyone. Nope. Because that would affect the timeline. The stuff, uh, you know. And so because of that, I believe that the only way to defeat Thanos was to give Thanos exactly what he wanted. In the comics, Thanos is known to sabotage himself because of his own hubris, just because he doesn't feel like he deserves the power, even though he wants it and wants to wield it. At the end of the day, the guy's just kind of happy being a farmer. Excuse me. <laughs> um, but we get that middle finger. He gets his ending. Thanos got the happy ending at the end of this film. We waited ten years for them to rip our heart out, and they did. And the, they, then they we get Marvel Studios sorry. presents Avengers: Infinity War, and then that disappears into dust too. And I was like, yeah, "You guys yeah, have broken yeah. my heart way too many times." <laughs> that um, was but, a douche. That was a douchebag move right there. But we did see the Soul World, and like I said, I believe that all the people who disappeared, except for the ones that were actually physically killed, right. are inside the Soul Gem. Um, and I think that because the Gauntlet is broken, Thanos will be brought to the soul world at various parts of the next movie and they will all like guilt trip him into um hmm. or guilt trip him or just drive him crazy uh into into uh releasing them oh okay that works um too. so that's one two it could just be a thing of regret where he realizes he has no friends or family anymore and little gamora just uh, taunts him so much or you know was it worth it was it worth it was it worth it to the point where he's like no I'd much rather have had my family I will use the time stone to go back right before that happened and then uh, and, and make sure that Gamora stays alive so there's an idea there um, or the heroes in the soul stem a uh, soul gem stone fight their way out they're able to find some kind of way maybe they fight him on the soul plane and uh, not the movie. That was a terrible movie. But fight him on the soul plane, the astral plane, and then bust out of the soul gem. But so if you guys need, want the therapy, if you guys wanted some answers, those are my answers. I believe that no one is dead. Everyone is gone. And those that are gone are inside the soul gem. As long as the gem exists, mm-hmm. the souls exist, which means we might be getting all our heroes back. back. Fingers crossed. Uh, obviously, a lot of these guys were set up for movies. Um, you know, sequels to their movies and stuff like that. But I'll tell you one thing. When I watched this movie, I watched it in a vacuum. Yeah. I was not thinking about contract it negotiations, how many how many contracts people had left, movies that they had left. Why watch a movie like that, right? Why watch a movie like, oh, well, the set photos revealed. I get being an insider and knowing all those things. I'm as passionate as as the next guy when, when it, it comes, comes to, to something stuff. like. But when it comes to something like this... Nah, You're only man. meant to experience it. You have to yeah, experience man. it. That's the reason why I couldn't Don't spoil it. Don't cheat yourself. He had to experience it. To reach and so yourself. after getting this incredibly tremendous, you know, uh, ending, an ending that seemingly everybody's going to talk about, uh, I felt like, I felt hopeless. You felt hopeless. We were walking home like, what the heck just Depressed. happened? Everybody went home feeling the same. And so this theory has Head been one down. I've been crafting since then to give you guys peace of mind, to let you guys sleep well at night knowing that there's, it's not over, man. It's not over. Not only is it not over, we are 
not only not only is it not over, but where we have the OG Avengers. Yes. You know the Phase Back One Avengers. Back at it again. Cap, Iron Man, Hulk, and Thor, Black Widow, uh, Rhodey. We are here. They are here. We are here. And they're going to be seemingly the ones to save uh, the new school and possibly sacrifice themselves in the process. You um, watch your mouth. Speaking of new school, you we also got mouth. a tease for Captain Marvel. Apparently, yeah. Nick Fury called in the big guns. Captain Marvel uh, has been alerted to what's going on in New York. What do you think Captain Marvel's relationship is with Nick Fury? What do you think uh, goes on in her movie that is a connecting uh, tissue to, to Thanos? And I don't know, but I know of her, so she's going to be mean, serious business when she comes through, so with all her powers. She is an incredibly powerful uh, cosmic being. I know that. Yes. I know that for a fact. Um, but also, you know, she... Her movie's gonna take place in the '90s, so her relationship with Nick Fury will be twenty years, will in be, deep, will thirty be, years deep. Will probably be hairy. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I did see Nick hair. Fury with hair in yeah. some shots. Um, something interesting that I found out though: Vormir, the mm-hmm. planet with the Soul Stone, mm-hmm. uh, is in the Kree galaxy. Isn't that interesting? If you didn't know, Captain Marvel. Is a humanoid, a human, oh. a female who gets her powers from a Kree, Marvel, uh, and using the her the alien powers with her human physiology allows for some fantastical powers, and uh, allows her to be as powerful as she is. Any chance Captain Marvel's film is about the Soul Stone? That'd be cool. Uh, and her putting it on Vormir. We we mm. also you know, Nick Fury saw this and pressed this button. Maybe he's seen this before. Right, and, and if souls have been taken before, it wouldn't they look this way? Isn't this how it looks when the soul stone takes souls? The so, plot thickens. You the, see, you see. That's what you're and here maybe for. Maybe some clarity. You came here for connecting dots, and I've been doing my homework. I'm trying to get you guys the answers that you want. So yes, Captain Marvel is of Cree, uh, you know, lineage, um, not blood, but you know, she does get her power from the Cree, and Vomir is in the Cree galaxy. So maybe there is something to Thanos's first uh, goings on with the gauntlet, with uh, the stones, and with Captain Marvel. Maybe he knows Captain Marvel, and not in a good way. Maybe the last time that they uh, scrapped, it wasn't uh, to his best interest because he has lost before. Remember that. He has lost. So uh, as far as answers are concerned, that's what we got for you. But a couple of things we have to tackle before we get out of here, and that's Star-Lord's outburst. Uh, oh, don't bring him back. There's I, only room for one Peter. Boo. I'm going to defend Star-Lord. Uh, a lot uh, of people are saying it's his fault as to why all the events uh, happened. First and foremost. I'm not all the events, but it's his. First and foremost, if you've heard my theory, then you know that everything had to happen exactly how it's supposed to. Dr. Strange saw the future, and so this was the only way it could happen. Everything that happened from Vision's death to turning back time, all that kind of stuff, uh, is exactly what Dr. Strange saw. And so, I mean, was he? should he have done it? Probably not, but trust me, everything was going to go that way anyway, it, regardless of uh, of of what happened. But damn you, Peter Quill. Yes, but Peter oh, Quill yeah. does. <laughs> no, nah, he does. Um, you know, he he gets emotional once he finds out about Gamora's death and attacks Thanos. Uh, right when they seemingly are getting the gauntlet off of his hand, he fingertips away. Um, so a lot of people had a lot of anger towards Star Lord for that. I have to defend my man for that, especially because the person who was trying to talk him out of it was Tony Stark, and Tony Stark 
uh, had the same emotional reaction when she when he found out that Bucky killed his parents. So it was like, you're being a little bit hypocrite. Now, yes, this is the fate of the galaxy, but emotions are going to be emotions. You Whatever. Can't, you can't Whatever. Blame, you can't okay. blame Quill for his half-human. Remember what he said. If he's being an idiot, it's all the human side of him. <laughs> uh, that's what he was quoted on. Let's talk about the Hulk. Afraid. Or the lack of a Hulk. Afraid. From the beginning of the butt, movie. He has butt kick. From the beginning of the movie, man, we see these two guys go at it like heavyweight boxers. Just, uh, you know, haymakers and knees and all kinds of craziness. And Thor, I mean Thor, well Thor does stand back and watch as Thanos takes um, it to the Hulk in a way Thanos, we've never seen it before. Thanos hits Hulk in, in a place that makes um the Hulk be like, oh my God, what the hell was that? And yeah, the first just, time, like a kitty shot. Just, like that's when, Yeah, that's when he just takes it to him and it's like. Down pressure points there. or something like that, yeah, where he's able there, to man. he's able to dismantle this monster, and that's the last time we see Hulk. When when uh, Hemdow sends Hulk down to Earth, um, he's Bruce Banner for the rest of the film and refuses to come out as Hulk. How did you feel about it being Bruce Banner for the majority of this film? And how did you f- do? You think that we'll get Hulk in the next? Um, I do hope um, Hulk does man up eventually and come out. Um, I would like to see. Um, Thanos come up to Banner as Banner and then just you know that, oh, and then that walk out. you know yeah you know that thing he did with the Chitauri I want to do that to Thanos yeah 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 be, uh, I'm always nice. angry right or just not even just you know throw throw a punch as Banner and then at last second he'll turn to the Hulk and boom send him across the the field or said plane so uh, I want to see I want to see more Hulk in the next movie Um, so hopefully he um mans up but we do know he is very afraid because he just got his butt whooped by the Mad Titan. So I'm I'm also very glad that uh you know, even if we couldn't get him, I thought that the reasoning was pretty solid. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, sometimes we never see Thor get his butt whooped, so I, like especially on one on one like that. So yeah, well, even though he did fight Thor. Yeah, but yeah, and this is Hulk, different. Yeah, yeah. This is this is was this was seemingly to the death. I'm pretty sure he thought he killed that man before <laughs> before uh that all that other stuff happened. Um so yeah, uh, there's Hulk. Bruce Banner did well. I like that he connected a lot of the dots between people. He's yeah, the one who told. Great. He's yeah. the one uh, uh, taking the Silver Surfer role and warning everybody with these grave Thanos warnings of like, they. Yeah, he goes. Thanos is coming. He's coming. You know, and I thought that was a perfect way to start that film. And you can't do it with another character than the Hulk. So, thank you, Mark Ruffalo, for attaching yourself since Avengers One, and being our Hulk, man. You know, you don't get your own film, but you you kind of you're, you're kind of killing it. You know, um, before we get to our last major thing we got to talk about, uh, I just wanted to add in that I was able to speak to other comic book clickers uh, who saw this movie. Uh, GT Rebirth says that it was nothing he expected, but everything he wanted and he can't wait for next year. And his favorite scene was uh, Thor entering Wakanda. Ooh, and that's, I can't, a, that's mean. I can't argue with that. That's super mean. That's a, um, that Louis, had hit, Louis had hit me up right after he seen it and... He was destroyed. <laughs> like, yeah, I to just watch. Yeah, you know we People spoke to like Dan. Dying. I'm like, oh my god, bro. We spoke to Dan, the comic man, and he had all kinds of feels. He definitely felt the the Peter Parker. Uh, he death. started. He started the. Um, he was one of the people that um started the disappearing thing on Facebook. Yeah, he came yeah, up he, with. He, uh, <laughs> I have to credit Dan. My 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 picture of me is me cosplaying as Captain America and also fading away. So uh, thank you, Dan, the comic man. Uh, for that, you are definitely here in spirit. Speaking of here in spirit, Yogi says uh, he loved the movie 9.5 out of 10. Uh, he was mentioning to a friend how it was similar to Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. especially with that ending. 
and he's saying that the Luke, I am your father moment is as, uh, you know, how people remember that is how people are going to remember the end of this film, whether it be the snap or right. just the sitting there with a the smile. Crazy, bro. Bananas. But I definitely, mean, man. 9.5, you got to make, I mean, you got to make room for the next one. So that one's going to be the 10. And yeah. also, Marvel had gotten this reputation of just being so kitty, so happy, so joyful. Oh, man. No and games so, this time. No games. No, we gave you no all the jokes, joy. We no gave you 18 movies of joy. Nothing. Not even from the from the bro, from the from his children or anything like that. Straight business. And at oh several po- at several points in this film, they do their best to make us feel like we got it. Yeah. Oh, we got it. Oh, there's a dome. There's a dome hologram dome that's keeping us safe. Oh, we got it. Oh, Hulk. Uh, Stormbreakers here. We got it. Secret Caps here. We got it. But guess and what? Thanos got it. Thanos <laughs> been had it. Thanos had it a week ago apparently, and uh, that's it. Last but not least, let's talk about the Red Skull, the cameo of all cameos. I did not expect this man to appear. Yeah. It's not Hugo Weaving. Nope. Nope. But, uh, you know, uh, we I wouldn't do. have been able to tell if we I, do. you didn't tell me that earlier. Well, it turns out that the actor who it was playing Red Skull is an impressionist. Yeah. So that actually makes a lot of sense. How do you feel about Red Skull being back? Do you think he's back for good? Great. And it makes perfect sense that he got sent there and transported by the spate, by the Tesseract. I'm um, actually surprised that he didn't, like, warn Thanos away from it. Hmm. He seemed, like, fine. Like, if you want to take it, you can take it. Just you need a sacrifice. <laughs> but I thought he'd be like, oh, you don't want this. I tried this. Look where I'm at. I'm right. gonna, you know, like, <laughs> trust me. This is, not, this is not what you want. Um, It would be cool to see him come back because, according to him, time moves different there. And he's been there for, like, hundreds of years. Right, I guess. Where it's only been at probably, like, 100 years or something <laughs> like that. Uh, so a Red Skull with all that in his mind. But a regular humanoid body would be awesome yeah, if he was able to come yeah, back. That'd be crazy. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the whole uh, Red Skull thing. Red Skull. And it was great because the first see the first bad guy to the last bad guy. Yes, and they that did was, a lot of those callbacks. Was, I thank you because it. Red Skull is the is literally chronologically the first bad guy right. that faces against any Avenger in Captain America: First Avenger. Loki, the uh, the main villain for Phase One, is killed by Thanos. He was a- he's able to kill Thanos. Body bags. So people. Thanos meets the oldest <laughs> villain, the first villain of MCU Phase One, and then he takes out Vision, who took out. Ultron, who was the big villain of uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, so he literally overshadowed every it's everybody. It's everybody, go, it's going down in these streets, ladies and gentlemen. They stood him. <laughs> they stood him to compare with everybody. And guess what, man? Thanos. Thanos rules. Thanos rules all. Um, Skull. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, he does come back because there is no Skull Stone now. No. So now where is he? Yeah. Um, but man, great movie. Amazing movie. I have yet to call it the, my favorite movie it's just my, because of how it makes me favorite. feel. It's my favorite. It's hard for me to separate how it makes yeah, me feel versus. And I love Civil War, you know. I've so, seen it four uh, times so far already. So you, if for a movie I quote unquote, it, it's not my favorite, I've surely seen it a lot. Um, but I know that these, all this talk has, has depressed you guys. So I decided to compile some of the funniest quotes of the film uh, to leave things off on a light heart. Are you ready for this this field, yes. this field trip? All right. How about you remember this one? I'm going to ask you this one time. Where's Gamora? Yeah, I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? I'll do you one better. Why, Why is Gamora? Tracks <laughs> again. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> one of my other favorite lines. Um, Meet my friend here. Oh, no, he goes, um... Uh, Thor, you got a haircut, I see. And he goes, yes, I see you see, also copied copy my, copy my beard. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, and that's my friend there, the tree. And then Groot goes, I am Groot. And then Steve Rogers goes, I, I am Steve Rogers. 
This is so good. So good. Uh, Okoye, um, when you said you were going to open Wakanda to the rest of the world, that's not what I imagined. And Charlie's like, what did you imagine? She goes, uh, the Olympics, you know, maybe a Starbucks. <laughs> I thought that was funny as heck. Um, you know, Thanos says, uh, I mean, Thor, Thor says, don't worry about the stones. They're with the Avengers. And uh, uh, Quill's like, the Avengers? And Thor goes, yes, Earth Mightiest Earth Heroes. Avengers. And Mantis goes, like, Kevin Bacon? <laughs> and Thor goes, he may be on the team. I don't know. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny there, too. Uh, and more fun from the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, how is this dude still alive? He is not a dude. You're a dude. This is a man. A handsome, muscular man. <laughs> Uh, he looks like a mixture of a pi- no. He looks like a pirate and an angel had a baby. baby. Pirate oh. angel, I angel pirate. And yes, uh, angel pirate. I thought all of that was uh, tremendous. Hey man, uh, what's up, Mr. Stark? Kid, where'd you come from? A field trip? Uh, what's that guy's problem, Mr. Stark? Uh, he's from space. He came to steal a necklace from a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> the wizard jokes had me rolling. Oh, all the time. You're embarrassing me in front of the wizard. I thought that was another great line there. Um. I, yeah, I thought that was good. Um, I like when like I like when they're like Clint and Scott are somewhere somewhere, and Bruce goes, "Who's Scott?" And Steve Rogers goes, "Ant Man." He goes, "There's an Ant Man and a Spider Man." Yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was good. I thought that was good there too. Um, what about this? Uh, this is Thanos we're talking about. He's the toughest there is. Well, he's never fought me. Yeah, he has. <laughs> well, he's never fought me twice. <laughs> and then that was good, too. And then, oh, deliver your line, your Thor oh, line. Sorry, Earth is closed today. Earth is closed today <laughs> is amazing. But uh, that Thor line that you love so much, which is, um, Thor, if you take all of that energy, it will kill you. Oh, yes. Only if I die. <laughs> Only if I die. That's, that's, yes, that's that's, that's what. That's what. Me. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, that was so good. Uh, Thor... I would like to say that he, while he did do the jokes, he got serious when he needed to get serious, which yeah, shows man. that he has both sides, which I'm glad. That's why a he lot of people boss, were wondering boss if um, badge. a lot of people were wondering if uh, he was going to stay permanently Saturday Night Live forever, and I'm glad that they got both sides of it. And now that you've seen Infinity War, you know why Ragnarok was so jokey. Yeah. It's because of, of how oh, how coming crazy, after yeah how crazy everything came. So because you like was, Thor, you like Black Panther. Wait till you get a load of this. Yeah, uh, Thor, Thor speaking. Because we're coming to kill everyone. Thor speaking Groot was hilarious. I thought that we're yeah. gonna take your money and break your heart and your back and, and, and your send mind. you home. <laughs> they broke my heart, my spirit. And wait for the next year. All of it. How much for the gun? It's not for sale. Okay, then how much for the arm? Just oh, I'll it. get that arm. <laughs> uh, Rocket uh, definitely uh, trying to get that arm there. Rocket was also really good. I like, much preferred Rocket in this movie than. Um, yeah. Guardians 2. Guardians 2, they made him like kind of a jerk they, for a reason. Like they were trying to set something up. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, what are you guys doing here? Also, we got, um, call him. We haven't caught up, have we? No. The Avengers broke up. We're toast. Broke up? Like a band? Like the Beatles? Like the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that was funny too. Uh, you got, um, uh, wait, who are you guys? We're the Avengers, man. <laughs> Peter's, and Peter just became an Avenger. But oh, Peter's yeah, like, that was great. Yeah, yeah, We're the yeah. Avengers, man. And then Mantis goes, you're the one Thor told us about. And Tony goes, you know Thor? And Cole's like, yeah, tall guy, not that good looking. That needed, good looking. needed some saving. Uh, that was really, really good. But yeah, it's like, a, I want to end it with, it's like a pirate had an angel, a baby with an angel. I thought that was, That's I thought that was good. Uh, 
But yeah, man, that's seemingly our coverage for Avengers Infinity War. I'm smiling from ear to ear because every time I see this film, it just makes me so yeah, happy me too, because man. it was it was passion. Passion so is the only the thing. Passion, trust, patience is the only thing that got us here. It was people at the height of their powers, height of their creative powers, height of their acting powers, height of their CGI powers, height of their storytelling powers, script telling powers, directing powers. Everyone on nine in this film got moon this film. Moon throwing powers. Moon throwing powers. Oh, you throw one more moon at me, I'm going to lose it. Uh, all of that. Um, it's amazing. Oh, before we get out, Thanos uh, knowing Stark. How do you feel about that? Oh, man, bro. I'm, I suspected... In a way, but okay. I'm nowhere near to that. Like them, Stark. Any I'm idea? Not, any idea as to why? Um, you want to speculate here live? I'll wildly say the one, the main reason I won't probably won't be able to say. Well, I can. Um, one is probably because he's seen the he's heard, he heard the nuke from Avengers One go into space and decimate part of the army that part of the entire army, and two is. Because I think that as he be- got more more of stones, I think he just became more aware of everything. More aware. Yeah, yeah, just like everything, man. You know, um, and they gave you that kind of sense every time you put a gem in, you see him or feel him get more powerful. You and know? it's also cool because majority of people try to play off Tony Stark, right? Like you're not that you're not at the point as you think you are. Thanos but if Thanos knows you, name. it's Stark. like wow. And at this point, Thanos, you know me. <laughs> at this point, Thanos has come face to face with all four Avengers, all four of the main Avengers at mm. least. And this so that that's also a, a big deal too because these seemingly will be the ones fighting. Um, well, I think I personally think that Cap and Iron Man will sacrifice themselves in the next film. Yeah, I know, I know that was your heart leaping out of your chest. Uh, I think I think they're gone, bro. I think that the every all the narrative is there for it, um, and they will do their best to to say goodbye. I feel like I just out. had a bad day right now. No, don't have, wow. a bad, <laughs> don't have a bad day. We'll be able to celebrate. We'll be able to celebrate all that. I mean, we can't. We gotta take the wins with the losses, bro. If you want your Spider Man, we just do some quotes. See, I'm back where we started. <laughs> uh, if you want your Spider Man to try to back, bro, we're gonna have to do some sacrifices. Yeah, no, How much here? The other, let's sacrifice the other. People. Do you think stay. it works? Do you think it works the same way? Oh my gosh! Do you think it works like how Red Skull said, "A soul for a soul"? I don't know. We go ahead. I don't want to think about the whole roster for the yeah yeah. old roster for the new roster. That would be amazing. Any speculation you wanted to do? I don't. I can't. I can't. Too much out of your head. Like I don't even know. Like I'm here, and I I don't even know where to go from here. People are speculating time travel. That's that's on the table. We got the time. The only thing I keep thinking about is Captain Marvel, but I'm just waiting to see because I don't even know. I waited ten years, and I've never prepared myself for what's coming after. So I'm just a blank slate right now. And tell you truth, crazy man. This movie proves that I can't expect anything because they would literally blow my expectations out of the water. I can't say enough good things about this film, but thank you guys for being here for this Avengers Infinity War therapy session. I feel a little better. Got a little bit of the kinks out of me. I hope you guys feel better, man. man. We're we're still here. We're the 50% that are still here. So be excited about it. And be excited about uh, all the things that we're doing here as part of Comic Book Click. Uh, You can find all our stuff at facebook.com slash comicbookclick. Instagram at comicbookclick. Or use the hashtag comicbookclick to talk about the newest and hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. And that's comic books, comic book movies, comic book television shows. We chop it up all there. I can't book click, but the long form stuff, the real conversational stuff, we do here at Major Issues, which is brought to you by Comic Book Click. And you could literally find Major Issues 
anywhere podcasts are found. Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I forgot how that works. I have an Android. Uh, don't send any hate mail. It's colder in the shade. It's Civil War, bro. You have an Apple. You have an Apple. Uh, uh, iPhone? An iDevice. Apple device. He has an iDevice. Uh, and I have a good phone. So wow. we, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, man, Google us. Have you tried this? You want to do this live on air? Google Major wow, Issues Google Podcast. Major Issues Podcast. And we come up, bro. Come we are the very yes, first I thing did. that comes I did. up. And we do Major come up. Major Issues Podcast. We're the, first, we're the first and second that come up, actually. Ooh. Now, we have gotten more and more followers and subscribers. We see you guys out there. Thank you so much. Uh, the, the numbers are climbing. And guess what? This will be a lot of people hearing us for the very first time because this movie is that big that people will be looking this deep for answers and they're going to discover major issues. So go ahead and leave some reviews about how you think we're doing here. Not only do we learn how to improve, but if you leave us a rating, other people know about us and how good or bad that you think that this podcast is. Hopefully you guys only say nice things, constructive criticism, but we can take it. I mean, we're, we're still here, right? We've survived the war. But please, rate and review us on iTunes. It's the quickest way we can grow our audience and grow as podcasters. Look for us all over social media. And Major Issues has a Twitter now, at Major Issues CBC, that I operate personally. Message me. Let's have a conversation about Infinity War because as of right now, I'm all Infinity Ward out. Thank you, Marvel. Thank you, Kevin Thank you Feige. So much. Thank you, Russo's. Thank you, Thank everybody you that worked on this film, oh. cast and crew. I can't <laughs> wait for next year. And thank you, Claudius Maximus. For it, was my, it was my honor. For being you know? on this show because my name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. This was the Avengers Infinity War therapy session. You can get off the couch now and take the bill because it's pretty costly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately. And I am Claudius Maximus. And remember that if you're listening to this, you're part of the 50% that Thanos will return. We saw it at the end of the film. Thanos will return. We have to arm ourselves. We have to be ready. We have to join as one. I mean, we have to then be then again, the if click. he left us alone, how would you really feel? I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Maybe he should stay back away. Done. Like, are we really about to go bother him in the next No, no, no. Movie? Well, he's <laughs> returning. That has, been, that has been stated in the end uh, of the movie. Why are Thanos we coming back? We'll return. Back? You good, so, bro. But all right, let's go. So because he's <laughs> returning, you have to remember that you are a member of the clique. You are a member of this team. We will fight against Thanos. The sun will rise up against us again, brother. Because you, yes, you are worthy. worthy.